0: Hey, welcome to Knee Down Podcast. I hope you enjoy. Please like and share if you do. Welcome to Knee Down Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron, and today we'll be talking about Jack Miller and Danilo Petrucci. I hope you're well in this mad 2020 that we're having. I am a MotoGP fanatic, super fan, if you will, and I know there's a lot out there, and we have been deprived, absolutely deprived, absolutely <laughs> deprived of uh, any MotoGP action thanks to COVID-19. However, there has been a lot of sort of silly season, if you will, um, that is happening. I love it when the commentators, um, they lose their shit (laughs) when they are talking about silly season. And it's hilarious. And we're missing that. We're missing all of that action. Um, However, there is still some going on. And as I said in the intro, we have Jack Miller and Danilo Petrucci, uh, which I find super, super interesting because I love Jack Miller as a rider. Um, I like Petrucci as well, but from, I suppose, the charismatic point of view, he, he's not, you know, he like struggles, I think, getting across his personality over camera because we only get to see these riders um, for a few snippets um, when they have the, the sort of limelight. So you kind of got to just judge them from their riding. Um, and personally, I just I don't know, I like Jack. So, as I said, um, I am a super fan, but I haven't actually been following MotoGP for that long. I started in 2018, um, and really just because I had my, my first super bike. and I think it brought about that appreciation of what these guys can do at the speeds that they do it. So just going around a corner, getting down on your knee, um, and... Yeah, Once you have a bike, you have a, a lot more appreciation, especially once you start to go to the track and you can really start to understand how nuts, absolutely nuts these MotoGP riders are and it's fantastic to watch and we are missing that. So yeah, um, I'm not a massive expert, I just love the sport and I want to talk about it and the fact that we're sort of in lockdown, and sort of deprived of this, so let's have this podcast, let's get it out there. So let's talk about Jack Miller and Danila Petrucci. Okay, so I actually only got wind of this because on Facebook, I think, um, someone, or it was like one of those sponsored posts that you get, and probably because I follow a lot of like sort of bike pages and things like that, um, this came up, and I think it was, it's Vasa Down, um, and it said something about Miller being signed for Ducati, and I was like, what? What's going on? Um, I've not heard anything about this. So I had a little look on the MotoGP website and looked like May 24th. This is where this all sort of came about. So Tardozzi drops Miller hint on BT Sports, the greatest years. Okay, so the article goes as follows. Dugati team boss Davide Tardozzi has dropped the biggest hint yet that Jack Miller will be promoted from the Paramac racing squad into the factory team for 2021, which we now know is true. Um, and it sort of brings about that sort of questions about what's going to happen to Petrucci. In the article, though, he also says, um, well, sorry, it also says that Todd Ozzi confirms that in 21, Factory Ducati lineup will be two of the five riders that are currently contracted to Ducati. So that's Andreo, Dovizioso, Danilo Petrucci, Miller, Francesco and Johan Zarko. But I think once he'd sort of said that, you would automatically assume that it will be Miller um, or Petrucci that was going to take the place. Um, and I think, I think that's a pretty hard decision. And if we have a look at the sort of stats between Miller and Petrucci, I think it's quite close. But there are some definite uh, factors as to why I think Jack got picked over Petrucci. So if we start with Petrucci, um, he is 29 years of age, which is four or five years older than Jack and his MotoGP, um, career started in 2012 up until 2019. And since then he's raced for a couple of uh, different teams, but it looks like he went to Paramount racing. For the longest sort of time so he was in 2015 he started the paramount racing so he was with Ducati for a while um from 2012 to 2019 his places were 19th 17th 20th 10th 14th 8th 8th and then last year he got 6th and within last year he did get a few podiums and one of them was a win with a total points of 176 now if we look at thriller miller Jacko he okay yeah so he's 25 years old so he's four years younger than Petrucci so that would definitely be a factor of what Ducati was considering and his Grand Prix career uh, in terms of MotoGP started in 2015 so he was with Honda for 2015, 16 and seventeen, um, and then oh and 2017 So then he went to Ducati in 2018 for the uh, Alma-Paramac racing team. Since 2015, he's the 19th, 18th, 11th, 13th, and then 8th. So only two spots behind Petrucci last year in 2019. And he bagged 165 points with five podiums. None of them wins, but he was doing so well last year, hey? He was doing really, really well. Um, I was definitely rooting for Jack. And... I think I think another factor was with Jack. He was he was a lot more consistent in twenty nineteen versus Petrucci. He did really well at the start of the season, and then he dropped off quite dramatically. And I don't know why. Maybe like it's hard to know what's going on behind the scenes of the sport, and it's so cutthroat. You can definitely tell that. That's sort of something I really realized in twenty eighteen when I first started watching of how savage this actually is. And I remember watching. Um, in 2018 and I'm a Suzuki fan so I was actually, I had no sort of um, biased view of uh, Andrea Iannone, didn't know who the, the rider was at all, just saw him in Suzuki, love Suzuki because I have a Gixer. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was like yeah this guy's sick and then like out of the blue he was cut, which then again made me think of like how cutthroat this is and how quickly and early these teams make the decisions so I'm thinking in terms of Petrucci, that's what happened. There were a lot of talks maybe going on. His morale was probably really low. Um, so mentally, from, from a psychological point of view, he wasn't performing. And maybe that's why in that second half of the season, he sort of felt that his factory bark was slipping from his gloved fingers. Um, and therefore, that reflected his performance. And on the other side of things, Jack... Um, maybe being like a bit of a hunter, he could, he could sense that shit and he went after it. And maybe that's why he was, uh, he was pretty strong in 2019 and consistent. Um, and, and, uh, ultimately has the factory bark. Also while doing this research, um, (laughs) liberal research, uh, I noticed something quite interesting. Um, the, the numbers so their bike numbers. Uh, Petrucci, since starting at MotoGP, because uh, I didn't see anything beforehand, he was, um, he's always been number nine. So since twenty twelve, he was number nine, and then uh, older uh, Thriller Miller, he, he was like number seventy three in twenty eleven, um, and then eight, and then once he started in MotoGP, it was forty three. So I mean that makes sense. Unless you're Vinales and you like, you know, throw a spanner in the works and quickly change your number. So after all this sort of speculation came out, um, following that BT Sport interview, um, a few days later, Jack, on his Instagram, he had posted a picture with him and the Paramac team. Um, he'd obviously signed the contract for the, the factory team. And his post was, I'm excited about what's to come with Ducati Corsa. But I have to acknowledge what Paramac Racing has done for me and everything they have done to make me a competitor I am today. I can't thank them enough. 2020 is not over yet. I think that, personally, is optimistic. I mean, what's going to happen um, at the end of this year? Yeah, we've got a few potential races, um, but it's not going to be a championship. It's. It, I, th- I feel all it's going to be is... Testing that's all the guys are going to be doing is testing, um, just to get scratch ready for 2021, which obviously makes the most sense. So, what does this mean for Danilo Petrucci? Um, and that's that's the big question mark. I haven't actually seen anything at, at this moment in time uh, of what's happened, only a little bit of speculation. And although Petrucci doesn't have that sort of charismatic, um, sort of vibe when he's on camera. I think you can't help not like the guy. Um, just seeing his emotions when he first won uh that race last year. Um, yeah, he was ecstatic and over the moon and he was he was just super sort of yeah, he's not arrogant, hey. So he was sort of nice in terms of how he sort of spoke about the team and uh and this feeling that he had. Um, so I suppose we're sad to see Petrucci go. But what will happen to him? So this is on Vasa Down. So they've put um, that Petrucci's manager confirms Ducati's MotoGP exit and eyeing World SBK. Uh, Petrucci's manager says his rider is out of the Ducati MotoGP project. So that was on twenty sixth of May and looking at alternatives with Aprilia or moving to World SBK. Now that's interesting, Aprilia. That must be um, Yennoni's position, and that is a whole mess of a situation for that oak, and I think it could be a topic for another day. And on a final note before I log off, um, I would say it's worth anyone who's interested checking out jackmiller43.com.au, um, he's put a sort of message out there on... So, I don't know, his personal feelings regarding this change. Um, I'll read the first sentence, but would recommend going check it out. It's really interesting. Hi, everyone. I always had dreams of becoming a fully-fledged factory rider. Fair to say I didn't think it would happen with me sitting at home in Townsville, having not raced for six months. But 2020 has been a strange old year. Yes, it has. (laughs) It's been mental. I hope we can all get out on our bikes very soon. I know track days are starting, so... Let's get out there. All right, catch you later. Thank you very much for listening to Knee Down Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll catch you guys later.